master. to the show what's up y'all we on our podcast tip what's up how you feeling how you feeling how you feeling what's going on we at sam silks and maple heights as we start off this is actually our next season and i haven't been keeping up with the seasons all right because the season's been going they've been going on for a minute yes and so alone yeah i mean i want to say since 2014 yeah, since 2014. Hey, 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 what's happening? What's happening? What's yes, going uh, on, y'all? How you doing? We got Maple Heights representing. We are getting Councilwoman just walked in, and we're getting results tonight for the election. Um, and we've been doing this now. I haven't even been keeping up, Kenya. I haven't been keeping up with all the episodes. Uh, that's what I call them, because had podcasts would have been happening then, that's what it would have been. Right. <laughs> So uh, we got some great topics that our audience has provided for us. We do it every Tuesday, and uh, we are back off of the summer break until our fall slash winter season uh, right here in Maple Heights, 21300 Liberty Road. These questions are from actual uh, folks who come in. So people come in, they jot their questions down, or they DM us, and we talk about it, and the audience can participate. They do a good job, too. Yeah, and then we go into some karaoke. Jason gonna hook us up to karaoke. Let me see how my voice is. Yeah, <coughs> me, me, yeah. Me. You can sing, you can sing. We got all that for you tonight. Well, if you want to try to sing, mm-hmm. even if you can't sing, it's still fun. Yeah, because I would do, I would do some Michael Jackson on y'all in a minute. Let me see if I can remember some Lil Kim or something. Yeah, I used to be scared. Okay, not that uh. one. All right, <laughs> all right. So remember, you guys can participate. Uh, just wave your hand. You can hit the back. Say you want to say something. The more you drink, the more you will want to talk. That is true. Make sure y'all take care of the bartenders that take care of you. These are questions from you without your name. Let's dive into it. First question is: How long is too long to withhold sex from your partner? Mm-hmm. And the question I want to add on that is: Why are you withholding it? Why would you what, do that? What is your reason for? Not giving up the booty to your person that you say you love, you say you with. This is your man, this is your woman. The headache game is only going to last in, in, a, in 30 days at least once, twice. That's it. But if you got a headache game, you need to be going to the doctor and seeing why you got a migraine No, that you can't perform to break your woman's back out. Now look. You 
I heard somebody say, oh, my God, back there. Yeah, this is Grown Folks Conversation. This is how we do it on Tuesday nights. That's right. Hey, how you doing, Queen? But did you know that uh, sex is actually good for headaches? Yes. Sex is, listen, I've, 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 uh, I've had sex and my headache has left. Yeah. It's happened. Pain relief. I'm not the only one. All right. Also, today on the show, we talked about how it's healthy for the prostate. That if you if you get it out, you have a healthier prostate. This is this is this is not no just talking with a microphone. Check. This is what we learned today, and what we I did. This is what we learned today, and we found out on the show is that people that that men deal with. Prostate, some, not all, because you're not having enough sex. You're not rubbing it out or you're not getting it out. No, but there's, honestly. You <laughs> this know, is, this is real. Think, Look it up. I ain't make this up. People think about sex just in like a um, taboo sense or maybe that it's just a dirty thing. But it is really good at helping you regulate your hormones. It's good for your prostate. It's good for your digestive system. It's good Did you say for- digestive system? Yeah. <laughs> Did she just say di- digestive system? Hey, Mayor, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Oh, I forgot. We got people on the that's, that's, doc- that's Dr. and Mrs. Mayor. Well, all right. That's right. What's going on? Yes, but for, for me, this question seems to put the, the partner in the place of a, like a child. Like yeah. you putting them on punishment. And... Why would you put yourself in a position to put your partner, like your grown partner, on punishment? I don't know. I think maybe you can have a conversation and clear up, you know, whatever's going on. But to withhold sex from your partner, like, why would you even do that? And then you wonder why they get out and they go cheat. It don't make it right, but that's why some people do. So you get to the infidelity part. What happened? They was he cheated. She cheated. You didn't give him none. It don't make it right, but it happens. And you, it just as well as you came up with your excuse not to do it, which is not right if you're married. But the thing is, people don't want to hear that part. You're on the same team, y'all. If if you are sharing your life with somebody, y'all are on the same team. My my main goal is to make my partner happy, to make sure that that he is happy, that he's feeling what he's supposed to be feeling, and he takes care of me as well. It's a partnership. We both look to make each other happy. So I'm not withholding anything. Like, life is hard enough. I feel like we fight all types of things outside of the home. I'm not about to be fighting with you all the time in my house. Let's make each other happy. Let's ease some stuff that's going on in the world when you come in this door. We, our goal is to make each other happy, to me. So one thing I always hear, and I see when we host an events, we like all the single people make some noise. They scream, lose their mind. Then we say all the couples in the house, they barely hold their hand up. <laughs> they barely do. Y'all ever notice that? Not just me, any MC that does that. Pay attention, right? So I ask this question. To go back to the question that was asked is, do you give it up to your 
wife, your husband, when you don't when you don't want to, but they want to. You better. If I want some, you, you better, better become the some. best actress, best actor. Right, right. You better go get it together. Cause there's gonna be times when you don't want to. This is stuff that they don't talk. They don't, the, the, is the pastor gonna tell you this when you have the counseling for marriage? You're going to have to hit that when you don't want to hit that. You're going to have to give it up when you don't want to give it up. Some people may say, how dare you? No, we married. I think touch is important. (laughs) I I think that even if your intimacy doesn't go all the way to a sexual point, touch is important. You know, it, it helps so many different things. It helps relax you. So you should be touching your person. You should be having intimacy and make time for it. It's really, really important. But let me add this, because I always like to add what he or she might be thinking. But what happened if she or he, they're having some things going on with them that they can't perform, even though you want to? Stress at work, health issues. Let's just, let's bring that part up. We don't want to, even though we said how sex is healthy and you need to do it, but what about if they can't do it or they mentally got some stuff going on or physically got some going on? Ooh. Jason, you got something on that? You want to say something? I, I bring it you to give, you. Give him the mic. Give him the mic. Because we, we only got 13 more minutes to go. Okay. We what won't even got? get to all the questions tonight. So you have to be actor you have to be a counselor so if he have problems you gotta figure some things out maybe get him home ask him how his day going as he talking to you just start unbuckling his pants like oh so your day was good huh and then (laughs) do what you gotta do that might make him like dang okay well baby this is when he get finished he's like okay baby so this is what happened I'm tired of this person and that person, and then now he can let things off his chest. But if you switch it up on him, he'll let you know. And let me just say that, (laughs) you know, there are medications, blood pressure medications, all types of things that can make you feel less in the mood. You know, you're not feeling the way that you used to when you first got together. So some people feel that, that's wrong. Like, okay, well, I'm not as attracted as I was at the beginning. But um, if, if you work through those things, sometimes you have to go through an awkward phase. Even if you've been together for a long time, if you've had a hiatus, you have to get to a point where you like, listen, you about to get all this touching, all this rubbing, whatever it is. And sometimes you have to, like, relearn each other. Every decade, your body changes. Every, as you get older, a lot of things are going to change. And you have to relearn each other's bodies. You have to learn, relearn the things that your partner is going to like. So there is no shame in relearning each other, and eventually you might, you might not feel like you initially did at the beginning. You might not be all hot and bothered, but make space for it. Yeah. Make space, take some time to touch each other, to get to a Let's point. Let's play it the touching be, game. You know, it might not blow your socks off the first time, but the, keep doing it. The touching game. It. Yes. What's the song? Game. I like the kissing game. Y'all remember that high five? 
So play the touching game. Yeah. 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 Don't give up. Play them games you used to do when you went on prom. Yeah. Yeah. Don't act like you you went on prom. You was trying to do the do. Trying to get that. It changes, and I think I think as we get older, as things change, you like, oh, I must not like you no more because I'm, you know, I'm not looking to take yeah. my clothes off as soon as I see you. But mature um, sexual situations are different as you get older. Yeah, yeah. All right, next question. This is from you. Uh, show your love on these questions that you guys have chose. What up, Maple Heights? What's going on? Maple Heights is in the building. They're like, like, hold like, on, what they call but don't say me on that. <laughs> what do you do when your partner don't? This is, again, from my audience. What do you do when your partner don't want to spend time with your friends and family? What do you do when your significant other doesn't want to spend time with your friends and family? She is me. Don't want to spend time with your friends and family. No. What does that say? Go ahead. Have fun. Have a great time. Yeah, I, is that necessary? What does that say, though? Because that only can go so long, though. How? I'm, I'm saying, I mean, come on. I mean, you don't go 20 years and you don't still mess with my friends and my family? Like, no, like, you, that's going to become uncomfortable. My family's going to ask, how are you? Where you at? You never come around. That's going to come up. Then I'm going to feel uncomfortable. I'm going to say something like, why you don't mess with my family? Especially if I'm going to see your family. And I know your friends are trifling. I know you got a whole-ass friend. Oh, wait a minute. I know. Wait, not, you know not I you know. coming after the friends. You know what I'm saying? I know your friend is out here crazy. I know she bogus. I know, you know. But I still come around and I still show up when you when your friends got some and you can't come around when my friends got some, my family got some. I you know, what you trying to isolate me? See what had happened. What, what was, you trying to do? Let me tell you what happened. Now, in all, this scenario. all my family and friends are messed up, then why are you with me then? No. Let me tell you what happened. Something happened, an argument happened between the two people, and then they went and told their family and friends. So now you know their mama looking at you with the side eye, their sister looking at you with the side eye. So you don't want to go over there. So you like, I'm going to just sit at the house. But you was running your mouth to your family and friends in the first place. So that's why it's fractured. So blame yourself. That's something, no. That's something. But sometimes... He or she's actually messed up, and the person that's with him just ain't listening and paying attention. What you mean? What I mean is sometimes your entire family can notice that the person that you started dating, that they off course. If the entire family does not like a person, I'm not saying that you, that you need them to say that they, they give you the pass, but if the entire family don't mess with your person, I think you need to revisit that. The entire family. I ain't talking about Auntie Evil, Uncle Evil, Uncle Drunk. I'm talking about the one that really never say nothing. And then they're trying to tell you, this goes for men and women, especially with all this, this abuse and crap going on. Isolation is where the enemy always tries to come in at. The enemy wants to isolate you from your people, from people, period. And then that's how that abuse start, because they're going to isolate you. But sometimes it can be, again, you, you know, I'm not saying that you need your family to give you validation. I'm not saying that. But if the whole family says, 
Yeah. Yeah. They might all have the same dysfunctions too. I don't know. Ah! Listen, <laughs> I feel that is as far as relationships, you can do what everybody else wants you to do, or you can do what makes you happy. Now, if it's something abusive, of course you don't. You you want to listen to the people who care about you, who are, you know, afraid for your safety. Mm-hmm. But outside of that. You can do everything wrong. I think that that's why people are so depressed now. They depressed. They sad. They because they don't feel like they living up to whatever picture they had in their mind or whatever picture everybody had in their mind of what your mate should be and what's perfect for them. But it they not dating them. You are so. If you don't like it, then I'ma love you over there. But I'm yeah. going over here. I'm good. Yeah. Facts. Facts. All right, we'll do our last question. What up, mama? Our last question, and then we're going to get into our karaoke going down here at Sam Silk's first podcast of the new season tonight, Relationship Hour. We kick it off every Tuesday at 6 o'clock. We go live at 7, so make sure y'all join us and touch down with us as we get it in one time. All right, so, oh, this is, now, this is, not, this is one for the audience. So I'm not going to even ask this question. Okay. I'm going to do two because I think they might be shy on this one. The more you drink, the more you will respond, always. <laughs> what is the hardest life lesson learned? What is the hardest life lesson learned? Now, whoever asked that question, I would say this. It depends on what season you're in because you're going to always have – I think I can answer that one. You're going to always have a challenge in life. And you have to remind yourself of the previous challenges that you won that you didn't think you was going to win. What happens is once you get there, you forget. But I think that you need to start reminding yourself. You should have caught this. This was a good one, Freddie. You need to start reminding yourself before. Sometimes, I mean, when things are going good, try to have a moment, a moment to say, let me think back when it wasn't. Let me think back when it wasn't. Right. Because you get caught up into how good things are going that you forget to tell God thank you. You will forget because you're in your flesh. But you need to, to get answer that question. Somebody said, what is the hardest life lesson learned? You're going to always have them. So the best way I could even rephrase the question, how do you deal with the next one, is to reflect on the ones that you had and you made it through. To encourage yourself to make it through the next one. Yes. All right, let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. amen. All right, that's all I got on that one. Well, my biggest lesson was you don't get? don't live it for somebody else. Live don't it do what? Say that again. Don't live it for somebody else. Live it for yourself live and for yourself. trust Preach that. that voice. Trust that voice in your head. Every time I didn't trust myself, I always regretted it. All right, y'all. Make sure y'all share this podcast. Yo, come on, show some love to tonight's podcast. What's up? Woo-hoo. We back with it next week. The relationship hour. Join us. We'll be live. Shouts out to our technical team. Joey is making sure our TVs are back up. Spectrum went out on us. 
And shouts out to Mayor Blackwell in the building holding it down, doing what she does for this wonderful, wonderful city of Maple Heights. All right, holler at us, man. We're going into karaoke next. DJ Jason, give us some line dance. Come on. Let's go. 